Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the Reno IQ podcast. I'm Ken Long. Um, just want to thank everyone again for listening. It's uh, it's been great to see that uh, you know people are listening and actually taking something from this. Um, when I started it, I wasn't quite sure if it was going to get any sort of traction or if people were um, going to be engaged by some of the topics. But it seems like you are. So thank you for listening. The last episode with Matt Rose from Rose Building Group is doing really well. We've got some great feedback on that. Um, I'm actually hoping to have Matt back on the show um, after the Property Brothers episodes air. I know we talked a little bit about that on the show, but he was confined to how much he could say because obviously in these shows there's there's reveals that happen and, and there's things that he can't talk about until they've actually aired on TV. So um, once those once those do air, I would love to have him back and we can we can talk a little bit more and maybe get a little more information from behind the scenes. Um, so since the last episode, I went to the Toronto Home Show. It's not one of the larger home shows. It's uh, it's about 300 exhibitors. Now it's bigger than what you would see at one of the local, you know, Oakville, Burlington, Hamilton, one of those shows. Um, it's still a decent sized show, but not as big as um, like the national home show that is, you know, over 1,500 exhibitors. But um, yeah, one of the cool products I actually I, I found at the home show was it's called Boss Man. And uh, it's called Bossman Protects, uh, BossmanProtects.com. And I saw this product. It's actually a floor covering company for covering finished floors to be able to still continue construction over top of them. There's several products on the market like this um, or that do something similar. But this one just kind of stood out to me because it was a neat product. It actually, there's no sort of, um, there's no tape involved. You don't have to tape anything down. There's no adhesive that's on the back of it. It is whatever the product is they have on the back of this is it somehow clings to the material that you stick it to and it peels off really easily. So you can put it on finished hardwood flooring, finished tile. You can actually even drape it down cabinetry. So if you still had, if you had to paint, you know, some ceiling or something like that, where you had finished cabinetry, you could actually drape these all the way down. Uh, the finished cabinetry uh, or over top countertops, whatever you need. There's no adhesive, so there's no, there's nothing that's going to stick to whatever the material is. Really neat product, um, and you don't need any tape to tape the pieces together. Um, uh, they're about three feet wide, and when you overlap them, they actually cling to each other. So they're also reusable, I think up to six times uh, is what he said. So neat product, check it out if you're, if you're doing any work in your home and you need to protect some some flooring it's um, it's kind of a cool product so I, I would uh, I would look at that the the other thing is so factory tile depot they're a tile supplier that I worked with for years uh, as a contractor and um, I saw them at the show and they had they had one of the first booths as soon as you walked in it was a big booth and uh, they they actually won best booth for the entire show so congrats to them um and uh, keeping on that same topic my my next guest is actually going to be their operations manager um mike who i've known for quite some time so we're going to have him on in the next couple weeks and uh, i think that should be should be some interesting information for people you get a little get to know a little bit of what happens behind the scenes as far as the towel goes where the towel comes from i want to talk a little bit about um, you know, some of the testing that the tiles go through to make sure that, you know, these products are going to hold up in certain situations. So um, if you have any questions, things that you, you might want to know about it, send, send me a message and, uh, and I can make sure I ask Mike 
anything that you guys want to know. Um, the other thing is, so I, I started a, a Reno IQ TikTok account. Um, I started it, I don't know, probably probably a few weeks ago and posted a couple videos that I had from so, from Instagram. Didn't really put any time into it. And then decided to post uh, a how-to video or sort of a tip video on, on something in construction. And uh, next thing I know, it's it's got 250,000 views. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I came up with a couple other ideas, started posting some other videos. Um, and the same thing, they were getting, you know, 100,000, 200,000 views. And then this one video I posted was with a tape measure. And I don't know if you guys saw it on my Instagram, but it's basically, most people don't realize that the back of the tape measure, most tape measures have a number on it and it shows the measurement of the case. Uh, so the actual length of the case of the tape measure, and you can actually utilize that when you're taking a measurement. So if you're measuring in between two walls, you can take the tape measure and instead of bending it up the wall and trying to guess at the measurement, you can put the tape from wall to wall and you actually, you take your measurement. Uh, so if it's, if it's 25 inches and then from the case is, is actually three and a quarter. So you take your 25 inches and you just add the three and a quarter and you get your total. And it gives you an exact measurement because it's touching wall to wall rather than bending the tape. Anyway, it's an old trick I knew from, from a long time ago and just threw it out there to, to see what would happen. And next thing I know, the thing's got 1.2 million views. And uh, so it's pretty neat. I mean, I've, you know, it's less than a week that I've really been, uh, I've been posting a video a day. And um, I'm up to 17 and a half thousand followers. And um, there's probably, there's over 2 million views on, on all my videos combined. So pretty neat platform. Uh, anybody that, uh, that runs a business uh, looking to get some exposure, it's, it's a really neat platform. You, it's all organic views. You don't have to, you don't have to pay for anything. Uh, you don't have to have any followers. I mean, I started out with 12 followers five or six days ago when I posted that first video. So it's all organic. Uh, people are going to see it um, even if they're not following you. So it's it's a really cool platform. Even if you just want to direct them to another social platform, if you want to direct them to your Instagram account. I've got a whole bunch of new followers on Instagram because people are starting to follow me there because they've seen me on TikTok um, or Facebook or, or LinkedIn, whatever you want. So it's just a really neat it's a really neat concept, really neat platform. Check it out. Uh, it's extremely addictive, so I'll warn you with that. Um, you can get looking at videos for a really long time, um, but uh, really, really neat platform. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, it's going to help uh, help grow my my business as well. Um, the other part of it is they have they've released their TikTok ads now, so just like Facebook and Instagram ads. Uh, but from what I understand, I have to do a little more research into it. But because the platform is still quite new, um, I've I've heard that the the ads are actually quite cheap. So it could be a good way, depending on how the targeting is. If if the targeting is good on it, uh, it might be a good way to uh, for local businesses to get you know more more views of whatever it is they're trying to do. So, uh, but it depends. You have to. We'll have to see. I'm going to do a little more research on it and see what uh, see what it's all about. But uh, just to give you an idea, um, I mean, we all know Instagram's been around for a while. It has a billion users, uh, monthly users, and TikTok is uh, it hasn't been around for that long, and it's already has 800 million. Um, I believe in November 
of 2019, so uh, a few months ago, it was at 500. So it's gone up 300 million in a very short period of time. So I think uh, the the growth is there. It's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, if you are able to target uh, the ads. I think that's going to be a big part of, uh, you know, if it's if it's going to be able to util- be be utilized for business well. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about my referred contractors program. So the Renault IQ referred contractors. Um, I'm I've branched out a little bit. I'm signing on some more contractors, um, realizing that this is a, a service that people are interested in. It saves them from having to go out and search for contractors. Um, I've already gone through the process of vetting all these people, so it makes it easier for for homeowners. They don't have to. Um, the, you know, obviously, I still advise them to do everything that I've, I'm doing as far as vetting a contractor, uh, but it gives them a little bit of peace of mind knowing that um, I've already gone through this whole process to make sure that these guys are licensed and insured. Um, I've talked to their, their clients. Uh, I've been to their projects to see them working, uh, to see finished work, and just really done all my due diligence to make sure that it's somebody that I would hire in my own home. Um, so now I am covering Oakville, Burlington, uh, Hamilton, Stony Creek, Ancaster, uh, Dundas, Milton, Georgetown, and Halton Hills. I'm going to be branching out to uh, Mississauga, eventually Toronto, um, and then probably up towards um, Cambridge and Guelph as well in the next little while. Uh, but it is a bit of a process because, like I said, I have to go through this vetting process um, to make sure that these are, you know, contractors that that I would hire in my own home. So if you're looking to renovate, send me an email info at renoiq.ca. Uh, we'll set up a time for me to come by and, and provide that consultation. And then I will provide a couple of my contractors and uh, they will come in quote on your project. My fees are all paid through my contractors as part of my referral program. So there's no cost to the homeowner at all. And uh, you get a couple quotes for your project out of it. Uh, so let's let's get into talking about the contracts. Um, I, I think it's something that you know people go through the process of giving the estimates and everything, and maybe overlook the contract a little bit and don't think about how much uh, detail and what exactly should be in the contract. I, I think this is a this is an important step to take to make sure that you're on the same page with the contractor. Um, and if there's any issues, you know, you kind of have uh, a breakdown of, you know, h- how we're going to, how we're going to resolve this. Um, so first off, when we get into the contract, the scope of work, so the scope of the total scope of work, whatever has been agreed upon, that has to be detailed in the contract. You want to see exactly, um, you know, and however the contractor does, contractors, you know, obviously itemize things a little differently but you should see a full scope of work to understand exactly what's going on. Um, A material list, so you know exactly what is and what is not included. Uh, Some contractors don't provide finished materials as part of their their package. They'll provide you with, you know, with their contacts as far as their, you know, tile suppliers, flooring suppliers, plumbing suppliers, stuff like that. 
Um, so, but these are things that you want to make sure are listed in there so that you understand what's included and what's not, and that it's in writing. Because at the end of the day, you want to make sure you have everything detailed out in writing to make sure that you know there's not going to be any confusion once you get into the project. Uh, the other thing is the warranty. So, however long your contractor's warranty is, uh, it could be a year, it could be two years, depending on the contractor. Make sure that is detailed in the in the contract um, and, and make sure that it's it's getting signed at the end of the project so it's getting dated as the completion date uh, i've heard of some stories of people who are signing off on the warranty agreement when they're signing the initial contract the issue with that is then it's going to be dated if you only have a year worth of warranty then let's say you had a four month project that you were doing. Okay, well now you've just lost four months of your warranty because it was dated as the, the start of the project, not as the completion of the project. So just something to keep in mind. Uh, I don't know how often that happens, but just something to, to, to look out for. Um, payment breakdown as well. Uh, payment breakdown uh, should show you, you know, when you have payments due. And payments should be due not on a specific date, but on completion of specific items everything should be progress based if if everything is dated that you know the contractor gets the next check as of this date and they're way behind well they shouldn't be getting paid until they're they're up to a certain point so your your payment process or your progress of payment should be you know on let's say completion of you know electrical and plumbing roughing uh, completion of uh, drywall completion of flooring installation um, and, and obviously that might change depending on what the project is that you're doing and what the timeline is but it should always be on completion of an item not on completion or not on not on just any specific date um, and make sure that you're leaving a 10% holdback at the end of the project um, legally you're allowed to to hold that for 45 days to ensure you're satisfied with the work um, and to ensure that your contractor has paid his subtrades, uh, because if the contractor hasn't paid his subtrades that worked on your house, they can actually place a lien on your home and come after you to try and get the money. So you always want to have that have that ten percent just in case something happened uh, and he decided not to pay his his subtrades. Just protects protects you. Uh, obviously protects the subtrades as well because they've they've put you know labor and materials into your home. Um, if, if you do run into an issue like that, where you have a, um, you know, somebody's putting a lien on your home, then obviously I would contact a lawyer to, um, you know, discuss, you know, what your options are, um, and make sure you're doing things properly uh, in any, in any contract. So these are a couple things that I would, I would recommend to have in, in your contractor, uh, take a look and see, and if not, maybe mention it to the contractor. Because um, I know we, we used to always update our contract as we went along. I mean, our con contract constantly changed. Uh, we would add things in, um, you know, we would say, oh, maybe, you know what, we ran into this issue, maybe we should add that into our contract. So it was constantly changing. So if there's something that, uh, you know, that you see that doesn't quite make sense to you in a contract, just ask the contractor. Um, and I'm sure they'd be willing to change it for you if it, uh, if it makes sense for both parties. So the first thing is, um, is a disillusion clause or termination clause. 
uh, and or one or one or the other or both um, to make sure that at any point in time uh, the contractor or the homeowner could terminate the clause there's going to be terms to say um, you know this is it has to be paid up to this date at this point and that way if you did have to part ways there's going to be something in writing that shows this is how that is going to happen uh, just like any business agreement you're always going to want to have a way to get out of the contract in case there's something uh, and, it, and it might be totally there, there could be a death in a family and all of a sudden the project has to stop so it might not be because there's something there's an issue with the work um, it could be something completely out of everyone's control um, the next thing is obviously make sure that there's some sort of process for a change order agreement. Make sure that if there's extra work that's going to be done on the project, that the contractor has a process to say, okay, this is what we do. If we come up with, if we find something that we weren't expecting to see, that we're going to come to you, explain to you what it is, provide you with options in writing. And you're gonna sign off on this before we continue any additional work. Uh, the last thing you want is a contractor just going ahead, providing extra work, and then coming to you at the end of the project expecting to get paid when they didn't notify you of additional work. So if this is if this is agreed upon ahead of time, it makes it a lot easier because they have no way that they can ever come back to you and say, you know what, you owe us this money. Well, no, because your contract states that you have a contract, you have a change order agreement process, um, and you didn't provide us with that, so we're not paying you this money. Um, just protects you. Um, obviously, for the contractor, they they want to be getting paid everything that they're putting into the house, and there there is going to be things that they can't see. Uh, and they can't predict. So they, they have to protect themselves as well in that case, but definitely for the homeowner, make sure that, uh, that that's part of it. Another thing that I would make sure there's something in the contract is some sort of um, completion date. And I know with renovations uh, that there's always gonna be things that come up that are out of control, out of, out of your control, or maybe it's things that, you know, the homeowners added, there's always going to be things that happen that that can delay the project. But there should be something set to say, okay, this is this is the plan for the project. Um, I mean, we used to attach a schedule to our contract to say this is this is our plan as far as the schedule goes. Uh, it may change. Obviously, there's things that are up in the air. But this is this is the plan that we're trying to stick to. And especially as a homeowner, if if you need to find um, you know, alternate living accommodations for the duration of the project. You need to know, is this for two months? Is this for three months? Is this for six months? How long do I need to be out of the home for? Because if you're, you know, sometimes it's not that easy once you're actually renting a home to go and get, you know, an extra month if you need it. Because, you know, obviously the landlord's trying to book that out as far as he can in advance. So most likely they're going to have somebody else already coming in uh, if it's a fully furnished home as soon as you're done. So just something to think about. Make sure that uh, make sure that you're you know you have something that's telling you um, how long the project's going to take and and a rough schedule. Um, we used to work with a, a program called Builder Trend and I know there's there's many contractors that that use this program as well. And it was an online platform that gave our homeowners a login 
and would allow them to basically have a home page for their project. So we had a full calendar on there. We could make updates. The homeowners always got updated as far as, uh, you know, if there was changes in the calendar, we could do change order agreements on it as well. If there was something that came up, we could actually do the change order agreement right through there. I could send them, um, send them a change order agreement. They can accept or deny it. And uh, and we can go from there. So it's it's uh, there, then there's many programs out there. That was just one that we used and we liked. Um, but our our clients really enjoyed it because they felt like they had a little more control over the project. They knew more of what was going on. And as a contractor, it actually alleviated a lot of questions um, that the homeowners used to have for us. So it actually freed us up and it wasn't a cheap program to, to utilize, but at the end of the day, it saved, it saved us a lot of time because all of our guys um, were on that one platform and could communicate with us, the homeowners, and, uh, and just really, really stay in touch and stay on top of things. So something like that, you can always ask the contractor if there's a program that they work with. Um, and if not, I mean, they can always provide you with a, you know, a breakdown of, of the project in the calendar. Just a couple other notes, a couple other things that, that we used to have in our contract that, you know, I thought were, were just a little extra, uh, and the homeowners liked it as well, just cause they knew more of what was going on. Um, just a note that says, you know, the subtrades are all paid through the contractor, um, gives a breakdown of our subtrades and um, you know the fact that they're licensed and insured um, advertising so we used to obviously have a lawn sign on the homeowner's uh, front lawn for the duration of the project and it was just something we had into the agreement um, that lets the contract or lets the homeowner know that we're going to have this sign up for the duration of the project and then for 15 uh, or 30 days afterwards depending on the size of the project um, just little things that you know obviously put everyone on the same page um, so there's no questions um, moving forward or once you once you get to it um, yeah, I think I think that's uh, I think that's about it as far as what I wanted to talk about with with contracts if you have any other questions about contracts feel free to send me an email um, I'm happy to I'm happy to go through contracts for people um, if if you have if you have any questions to say uh, you know what I just don't know if this is if, if this is, you know, legit or if this is, you know, should I be asking any other questions, uh, feel free to send me an email, email info at renoiq.ca. Um, and uh, like I mentioned before, there's uh, the, uh, the National Home Show, uh, which is actually coming up in March. Uh, I believe that is March, March 13th to 22nd at the Entercare Center in Toronto. Um, I think it's about I think it's about close to 1,700 exhibitors, so it's a big show. Um, if anyone's looking to renovate, I would I would definitely check it out. Uh, you're gonna see lots of new products, lots of new um, lots of new materials that are out. So definitely something to look at if you are looking to renovate. Um, I'm gonna go check that out as well. So if anyone's going, send me a message and uh, we can we can meet up there. But um, I think that's about it for today. Like I said, I'm going to have uh, Mike, the operations manager from Factory Tile, on the next episode. So um, looking forward to that. And if you have any questions for Mike, uh, send me a message and I'll make sure I ask those for you. And uh, yeah, you guys can follow me on social media, um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and uh, now TikTok. So uh, everything's at IQ. And um, yeah, thanks for joining me, guys. Have a good day. Oh, 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 oh,